Webway Worldwide. Webway Worldwide. Worldwide Webway. We are the Bats Brothers, and my name is Stuart. I'm Scott, and you are tuning in to Dark City Discord. Dark City Discord. Part five of our faction focus for as uh, as we take you through Warhammer 40k 10th edition. And what do we have today is orcs, thousand suns, gray knights, and our homebody Drukari. Homebody Drukari. Despite being the army we play, we do resent our kin. It's just we know we're better than everybody else, so it's like a yeah, it's an arrogant resentment. 40K is 40K. We support it all, but... Uh, <clears throat> Not everybody can be the true inheritors of the Elder Empire. You know what I'm saying? No one can take slaves like we can. <laughs> so let's start at the bottom of the barrel from the Xeno cesspool, as it were. Those that may like to make war, and I, I can't think of many others that make war better than them. Orcs, orcs, orcs. The boys. The biggest, the baddest. Orcs. Well, Stu, <laughs> if given, you didn't, if you didn't know, yeah. Given your compassion, and I think for previous episodes, the fact that you've played orcs, we're going to put you on the spot today, and you're going to you're going to walk us through. Dare I? The greenskins, the mobbin, the gittin, and of course the wog. I wish I could uh, just talk an orc uh, this whole <laughs> podcast, but uh, we uh, we both quit drinking in our older age, so <laughs> you're not going to get that anytime soon, or at least not for long winded breath. Orcs all my rue. Whoa, <laughs> that was close, right? Yeah, for for. You Umi's out there. What he said is the orc army rule is wog. If your army faction is orcs, what's the battle? I'm going to stop. At the start of the battle round, you can call wog. If you do until the start of the next battle round, orc units from your army are eligible to declare a charge in which they advance, which is awesome. Add one to the strength and attack characteristic of melee weapons equipped by orc models from your army. That's pretty awesome as well. And orc models in your army have a five-up info. Now, they kind of added this at the end of ninth, um, but really made them melee-centric. And, I mean, you could pretty much play any flavor of orcs and this be good. I would think so. I I mean, I'm going to assume that even if you are a, dare I say, and I know it exists now, a ranged orc unit army, you know, army, more dominantly, I'm sure when that assault phase is needed, you got something in the back pocket to really make it rain. You're always going to have one or two. I mean, you're an orc. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get more on later, sort of you, what that kind of stat profile looks you're like. You're not but... sitting back and shooting. Get in there. Yeah. Get All in right. or, or get stuck in, I guess, is we're, <laughs> uh, we're going to, I guess we're kind of jumping ahead from usual cadence, but as it were, the detachment rule we were previewed is the oh, Wog Tribe. <laughs> and this is called Get Stuck In. Melee weapons equipped by orc models from your army have the sustain hits one ability, which is huge. It is. I'm assuming they're at least going to, you know, you're going to get somewhere between three or four attacks on an orc, right? Well, my guess is four (laughs) to five on a wah turn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you're just like (laughs) the explosions of sixes. Man, oh man. It would be fun to see. It's going to be good times. Crumping. Be messing about. All right, here we go. Um. Yeah, I think we're having more fun with this segment than our audience probably is. But moving on to the orc unit spotlight. We have the Beats Beast Snagger Boys. They are movement six, T5, like last edition, which is awesome. They actually have a five-up save. One wound, except for the sergeant has two. Leadership seven, which is actually pretty good leadership for an orc. I would think so. You know, thinks actually. (laughs) And OC2. That's very nice. I mean, most the other battle line, that makes sense. OC2, we're seeing, I think, OC2 in most battle lines, right? Yeah, yeah, if not more. But, um, but it's not as if these guys don't claim objectives any you know worse than your other battle lines. That's nice to see. I think they got a little bit better. With that leadership and, and this edition, 
focusing on Battleshock. Uh, Leadership 7 is great. Boy, they, they got Toughness 5, which means them Bolters are winning on 5s. Yes. <laughs> we won't go into it quite yet. Not yet, not yet. We're going to hit it at the end of the episode, uh, ladies but if that wasn't, and gentlemen. Ladies, gentlemen, gents, and xenos alike. Uh, but if that wasn't enough, these guys also get a feel-no-pain of a 6+. plus. Not bad. You know, don't don't shirk a six plus fill no pain. Then we have Monster Hunters, which is what the kind of the flavor of the Beat Snagger Boys was before. Each time a model in this unit makes an attack that targets a monster vehicle, add uh, you can reroll the hit roll. So that that's pretty good. We start stacking them with snaggy. the sustained hits from the Wog Tribe. I mean, <laughs> if you really want to chase those sixes. You get sustain hits plus yeah. the wah. Uh-huh. Pretty snaggy. And I mean, it look, looking at their profile here, we're seeing... All right, so I'm always curious. What does a slugga look like? What does a thump gun look like? They're BS5 still. Okay. Um, your thump gun is going to blast. Range 18, strength 6, 0 AP, and 2 damage. Not bad. Not bad. But the key is the chopper. Yes. What is the key, the chopper? Three. <laughs> the chop. Get to the You know chopper. how many doors an orc has opened with a chopper? Too many. But that's three Not attacks. Enough. Three attacks, weapon skill three, strength five, neg one, and one damage. I like that it's neg one. That's nice. Yeah, okay. You're not seeing that a lot. Um, I mean, neg one and neg two is like the the new hotness for melee attacks. Yeah. So, um, and then the regular close combat weapon is two attacks, just strength five, hitting on threes. And then we have the power snagger. Power uh, snapper. Snapper, excuse me. Four attacks. Not losing any weapon skill here, hitting on a three. Strength seven, egg one, and two damage. Yeah, you might be the GG, but those are two Ps. Yeah. No, no, that's good. I, like, strength seven's good, minus one AP, two damage. Pretty good, solid battle line I, unit for orcs, I in like my it opinion. It, it, you know, like with all good battle lines, you should have the numbers to sort of stay the ground, maybe make it an attractive thing for your opponent to, you know, put some wounds into. But, you know, once you get into combat, you at least have some things to... That still serve a threat. I mean, if I'm looking at this as a Marine player, I don't want my Sergeant or any of my two wound primaries guys anywhere near that, that snapper. Uh, and honestly, Venture, now that we've seen Marine previews and characters, much like we guessed, uh, throw a character in there and they're going to be doing some damage. Yeah. And I bet you they can field a squad of 20. So if you don't mind, Stuart, catch me up because the... I did look at the Orc Codex when it came out a little bit for Ninth Edition, but it wasn't zero on my focus because I don't know very many Orc players. Are the Beast Snaga Boys, is that something, I know that they're kind of their own shtick, but is that inspired by like the, the snake bite? Yeah. Point? Okay. They're, they're essentially like uh, their own clan now, and uh, they're all about hunting down monsters and vehicles. Hey, you see that with the Age of Sigmar with your Orc War Tribes. I'm guessing these guys are kind of like the Savage Orcs. As soon as I saw the Feel No Pain 6+, Plus, I was thinking, War Paint. Yeah, that's essentially what they've become. But cool. I like it. No, I, and just looking at this little profile here, I'm actually kind of have incentive to go back and look through the mini line again because those are some snazzy-looking orcs. They are snaggy-looking orcs. Now, let's go on to the biggest, the baddest, Grasskull Thraka. I mean, the name still makes what's left of Armageddon like shimmer and shake. But this was a unit spotlight given us to us by GW, and what he has is a movement five, toughness six, two up save, ten wounds, leadership six plus, and OC four. He also has, uh, Makari. Makari, yeah, yeah, his little little Gretchen guy. Uh, just one wound. He has a two up invuln, but uh, he does some cool stuff. And let's just start with his abilities. 
Uh, he's a leader. He can have the Wa, but he has Prophet of the Great Wa. While this unit is le- is leading a while this unit is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes a melee attack, add one to the hit roll and wound roll. Oof. That, wow. I, yeah. I, I'm assuming he'll be able to lead a unit of boys, but I'm even also assuming... Mega knobs. Mega knobs, exactly. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, that's going to be one hard-hitting unit. Uh, and then just to keep going, Grasskull's Wa Banner, it's an aura. While friendly orcs unit orc units within 12 of Makari, if you have called the wall this battle round, melee weapons equipped by models in that unit have the lethal hits ability... Wow. With sustained With hits. With sustained hits. Assuming that those are going to stat. I mean, I can't think of a reason why they I wouldn't. Th- I think that you spawn extra attacks, but that one just automatically wounds. wounds. Okay, yeah. okay. No, um, that's really cool. All right. But yeah. he has a two-up. Grasskothorka has a two-up, four-up, and Makari has a two-up. Um, that's pretty similar, but there's no damage Man, hey, reduction on this guy. He's got a save and plus save here, Makari. He's got a seven plus two-up. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? Is it cover? Maybe I don't know. I'm Why sorry. they even added that in? I, I think you know, for funny. Yeah, who knows? You know. It. <laughs> but here's my perspective: that he doesn't have the the. You can only wound him three wounds a turn. I'm oh, that's glad right. That's gone. Yeah. At least in his case, it's gone. Yep. Everything that we've seen uh, that is going away. But the the silver lining, I think, is going to be points cost. So now you can include Grass Kulthraka, Um in most of your army. I would assume most so. Of your, most of your list, and I bet you he's going to come down in points uh, a whole bunch because you could potentially lose him in a turn. Yeah, I, I well, with leader, though, you get the right bodyguards, but to your point, absolutely. And, I mean, it, it will be fun to see armies have more of their centerpieces represented and still have enough points to spread around the table to represent the other really cool units. Uh, you know, of course, I like you don't that take way your, better. You do? Well, yeah. I mean, with Jakari, we're always including a bunch of characters. I, right, because... <laughs> but, I mean, but, now but people, even then... Yeah, other players have that same He's luxury. not soaking up 450 points. Right. Well, I think based off this stat line, even without the reduction in damage, this green giant is not jolly and is quite dangerous. Oh, he's he's crunchy. Yeah, I, I like it. He's cropping. He's cropping hard, boy. All right, let's move on to what we call weapon. This is the this is the spotlight and all the DACA. Your DACA spotlight. <laughs> okay, uh going to the big Def what, what did they call it? The Stompa. Def Cannon. From the Stompa. Def Cannon from the Stompa. Uh Rain 72. Th- uh, oh goodness. 3D6 attacks. Blissic skill five, strength fourteen, neg three, D6 damage. Gosh. And it has can blast. we take Did you mention the- that already? It has no, blast. It does. I didn't. It does have blast. Yeah. Can we take back that uh, Christmas card we sent to Admech and send it over to the Greenskins? <laughs> we need that tick. I, you know, maybe we can coerce them to help us take over a world, betray them later. Can but, you, you imagine three D six Darkland shots? I can. I'd like it. <laughs> um, pretty awesome. And then let's go to their the melee weapon of the Stampa, the Mega Choppa. Uh, melee, six attacks. Uh, oh, so we have strike and sweep. Sorry. Uh, but we're going to the strike with six attacks. Hitting on three is pretty good. Strength 24. Oof. Neg five, 10 damage flat. Then we have the sweep, 18 attacks. So you're getting triple the amount. Weapon skill three, strength 10, neg two, three damage. Goodness gracious. Can Grasskull Thraka attach to him? I- <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't believe so. I but know, I'm just kidding. I'm, I mean, I'm just looking at that. If you hadn't already seen our previous episode where we detailed the rules on the Knights, I'm just thinking in my head, like, if that thing, like, got opening salvo on the Knights. And it's daylight. only winning on threes. Right, only winning on threes. Look at the number of attacks it has in each one. I mean, it's Six. ten damage. I know. So three need to get through <laughs> yeah. out, of, out of that. I know. Right. And I wonder if this thing's going to have the wog rule as well. Oh, my golly. So you're going up to seven. Right. And you get plus one strength. If that matters, it's strength. Am I? What are the? Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen to our own show. Are they? they're but no, at that, but at that point, yeah, at that point, um, still winning on threes. Yeah, if there is something hypothetically out there that's toughness twelve point five. <laughs> anyway, all the same, that thing is massive. It does lots of damage, and it, it's a pretty. I like the thing. It's ten. It's not like D six plus something or yeah. I, it's, it's that's, just. It'll be a fun model to centerpiece again, and then let's go on to the squig launches, which was like the bane of my existence when orcs hit, and then GW, ladies and gentlemen, last edition nerfed uh, model count and unit types down. To, you can only take three types of buggies, and you'd have one or one unit of buggies, and you could have three inside there. So they literally like. First time in history they said we're going to limit a unit. Wow. Because so, because of how effective they were? Because of how effective this particular model and this gun was. So Makes sense they're previewing it now. Just rest assured, everybody, it's, it was, it's still cool, or maybe we kept the leash on it a I little think bit. it got better. Better? Uh, oh, my. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, so what it previously... Oh, let's just go over it. So it's blast, ignores cover, and indirect fire. Okay. So it didn't ignore <laughs> cover last time, uh-huh. so... Um, and now it's 36 inch range rather than 24. It was 2d6 shots. Now it's a d6 plus six. So you're min seven. Yeah. And then strength five, uh, or ballistic skill five, strength five, neg one, two damage. Right. Okay. And you, I mean, oh man. We still got the orc ballistic skill, but you, you can pump out some. I mean, when you couple that with everything else going on, on the tabletop, the mountain numbers line. Plus one to hit. Right. Why I don't think no, I think Wow say it was it's, it's probably plus melee. One hit melee, yeah, I would guess. I can't remember already. I'm doing them disservice. No, it's strength and attack characteristics. Uh, okay, my batch bro. It's too much time spent with a homunculi. They got your brains to just <laughs> ready to receive torture and torment. <laughs> Did I get it right? Please don't hit me harder. <laughs> but I still think this is going to be. Uh, a good unit, and let's hope. Indirect fire. I have my own opinion about it. I think that if you have indirect fire, you're hitting on a five plus, which doesn't apply to orcs here. But uh, in general, it uh, doesn't matter what your ballistic skill is. If you can't see a unit, you should it should just be hitting on five ups. Uh, that's what your ballistic skill should turn to. So if you shoot a unit that's neg one, it's just even less of a problem. It's just when when indirect fire and there's less interaction. Um, in my opinion, it's just not good for the game. But we'll we'll keep continuing down the road. When we get of a agony. full picture, sir, or full picture view of what is to come, then yeah, that'll definitely be worth revisiting. Yeah, it could be 150 points for a buggy that blows up with just looking at it. <laughs> so who knows? You go in to say this thing looks great, and at the end of you're like, I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're carrying you through now to the orc stratagem spotlight. Uh, in this case, for the detachment that we talked about earlier, the orc wa tribe. We have Epic Deed. Orcs is never beaten. When in the fight phase just after an enemy has selected its target, one orc unit from your army that was selected as a target of one or more of the attack unit, attacking units attacks. 
the effect until the end of the phase each time a model in your unit is destroyed if that model has not fought in this phase do not remove it from play this model can fight after the attacking models finished making attacks and is then removed from play so 2 CP fight on death for orcs without a 4 up like we've seen other armies require you to do which is huge because now I mean Graskal Thraka and some Meganoms and look, I, yeah. it's looking pretty hot. Looking pretty hot. You know, please come in. And you're like, I got to throw wounds against them. And I'm the return of Operation Tor. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get it back against me. Yeah. <laughs> that unit is. Oh, my God. Don't, 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 don't charge them. <laughs> I like and then, that. And then here we go. Here we go. Start of the movement phase. One orc infantry unit from your army until the end of the turn. Advance. Add two to the advance and charge roll. Goodness gracious. There you go. That's pretty sweet. Call that wog. Here we go. And you're really on your way. There's an extra four inches. (laughs) Wow. Closing thoughts on the orcs? I like them. I think that uh, whoever owns these models, which I wish I had, um, is going to have a good time in 10th. Things have never looked greener. Or orkier. Okay. All right. So... Next we have is a wordy army <laughs> slash psychic army. The last of the psychic armies. Wait, you think this last? No, they aren't. We got, know, we got another I'm, couple more to go. I say that because it feels like they actually have a psychic phase compared to everybody else. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, in a way, absolutely. Now, what we're talking about are those orbiting around Prospero. may know a thing or two about the Sorcerer's <laughs> World. Our big boy in red, back with one eye in real space and tearing it up, uh, I think, for the likes of the Grey Knights and the Dark Angels. Magnus and his thousand sons. Oh, boy. Talk about a mouthful. That was all on the spot. I liked it. Okay, so we're, as we got done swallowing that down, we're going to chew this one through. Uh, the army rule is called Cabal of Sorcerers. If your army faction is Thousand Sons, at the end of your command phase, each model from your army with this ability that is on the battlefield, excluding Battleshock models, generates you a number of Cabal points equal to the number shown in its, in its ability. E.g., a model with Cabal Sorcerers 2 ability will generate you two Cabal points. The combined total of these is your Cabal points pool. A little okay. more to go through here. Okay, so during the battle, you can use rituals from the list below. Deducting the Cabal point costs for each, so on and so forth. Each ritual can only be used once per phase. At the start of your uh, next command phase, your Cabal points are set to zero. And then, of course, you generate them right back up. And when do you generate them? At the end of your command. Okay, so the beginning of the turn, essentially. That's good. That's good. That's awesome. That's kind of reminiscent of what Ninth was doing to them. Um, I like it. I just want to note that Magnus did nothing wrong. All right, so carrying on, uh, the Thousand Sons, uh, what they have access to for their Cabal points, if you're looking to spend two, you can enact Weavers of Fate. And you can use this ritual at the start of any phase. And once during the phase, when a saving roll roll has failed for a friendly Thousand Sons model that's within 18 inches of the Psyker, you can re-roll it. Okay. Two CP, save your two Cabal Cabal points, save your CP. So what's interesting, I I was half suspecting to see something along the lines of Fate or Miracle Dice because it's the same sort of metaphysical currency, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't look as much guaranteed as it is just sort of uh, giving you more opportunity to recoup loss or maybe as we carry along here, the Temporal Surge, this ritual at the start of your shooting phase, you can select one friendly unit within 18 inches of the Psyker. Unless it's within engagement range of one or more units. It can make a normal move. If it does, it's not eligible to declare a charge that turn. But I get a little more mobility double. for the old uh, dust in the cans. Yeah, double move for 5 CP. I like it. 
We got Echoes from the Warp for six Cabal points. Uh, you can use this ritual at the start of any phase. Once this phase, you can select this Psyker's unit as a target of a stratagem for zero CP, even if you've already used that stratagem this phase. Okay, that could be nice. I'd like to see more of what they have for stratagems before yeah. I ultimately you know, decide to go bananas over it, but it sounds promising. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> Bananas. Bananas. So we've got Doombolt now with seven Cabal points, and you can use this ritual at the start of your shooting phase. Select one enemy unit within 18 inches invisible to the Psyker and roll a D6. On a one, the enemy unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Oh, so it's Gosh, doing it's damage no matter what. Good. Yeah. On a two through five, it suffers D3 plus three mortal what? wounds. And on a six, it suffers D3 plus six mortal wounds. Good gravy. That's what? a pretty That's a pretty awesome Right. Psych- I mean, it's seven. I could see why you can only use you know each one of these once per you know. But like, see if you split up all your potential sergeants and you're getting all those cabal points. Does I, it does it say that you can only use looking through the skeins of fate? Maybe Armin will give you more than the average bear. We'll have to find out. Um, no, I think you it can doesn't. Only... It doesn't say you can't select. It says each time you use a ritual, select one of the thousands some like psyker models from the army. And apply the rituals effects. It doesn't say you can't double up. Absolutely, it does. You go look at the Cabal Sorcerer's rule. Each ritual can only be used once per phase. Uh, start your command phase, you're set to zero. Oh, uh, my bad. Do you want to buy a Thousand Suns Army? I hear they're really cheap on Amazon. That combat patrol is less than $100. I think that's probably you were flipping through. Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. yet. <laughs> Get you a Chaos Army. You're not ready to go back. Uh, but last but not least from the list here is the Twist of Fate. You can do the Twist of Fate for nine Cabal points. Nine. Use this ritual at the start of any phase. Select one enemy unit within 18 inches invisible to the Psyker. Until the end of the phase, armor-saving throws cannot be made for models in that unit. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? What? <laughs> I mean, I'm a good thing we're handing out inbones, you know, where they need to go, but no, no armor saves? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I think Zinsh just spoken. It doesn't matter what uh, you. Th- in the I deck mean, of fate, your cards were not in it. Let me turn. Draw again. Let me turn the uh, terminators into demon ward saves, <laughs> and just pepper them with whatever. F that. Turn them to dust while you're at it. Boom. <laughs> right. That is awesome. It is. It's really wow. cool. Wow, Doombolt. Yeah, you're wanting like 18, you want 16 uh, uh, Cabal points a turn. I, I don't remember the unit size allotment for the previous Thousand Suns, like Astartes units, but I'm willing to bet if they were ranked, you know, 1 to 5 or 1 to 10, it, it's, or I'm sorry, 5 to 10, I'm sure it's going to be 10 now. I don't think they're going to let you take like min size units. Assume, uh, I don't remember if that were the cadence, but can you imagine how many Sorcerer you points? Could. You could. Okay, fine. Interesting. But we'll see. Like, it's it's fun. Okay, bunch of MSU Thousand Sons just doom bolting and um, <laughs> not letting you have saves. Yeah, well, it's only. I mean, the, I guess the restriction is you're only using them once. Each one of those once per uh, once per turn, as you it were. You only need. But yeah, one. I mean that right there is a target like a freaking knight or I, I know a land raider or guess something that's got enough wounds. Anything, anything really. Yeah. Like anything guess what? Your it. knight doesn't have, or your land raider doesn't have any saves. Well, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't waste on a unit of cultists, but you know. Uh, anything really, you're right. It's good on anything. Painblade. <laughs> yeah, you just have to wound it. Right. And you're just like, I would use a marker eye with bye. his seven plus save. If I could single him out, I wanted to him that seven plus. Or in that case, I guess it would be Gazgul and his his batch of boys there. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because Mega. Well, it depends. Uh, previously, Mega Noms didn't have any. Uh, didn't have any invulns. Interesting. So I mean, they never like, got that that uh, force field down. All right, well, carrying along for the Talk Thousand Suns. 
spreading the what? dust around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the allergies and whatnot. We have the Cult of Magic detachment. Uh, their detachment rule is called Kindred Sorcery. In your command phase, you can select one of the abilities listed below to take effect until the start of your next command phase. Go ahead, Stuart. you want to take these? Sure. Malevolent charge. Psychic weapons equipped with Thousand Sun models from your army have the lethal hits. Well, okay, that's I, already, we found the combo, right? You're going to drop the nine point, ignore the armor, and we're going to generate some. Yep. Wow. Auto wounds on sixes. Psychic maelstrom. Psychic weapons equipped with Thousand Sun models from your army have the sustained hits. One. So we're already seeing some awesome combos here. Wrath of the Immaturium. Psychic weapons equipped with Thousand by thousand sun models from your army have the devastating oh my lord devastating wow. wounds so yeah you got you got a lot you got a lot going yeah, on here. ladies and gentlemen keep that in mind because we'll be carrying your way through into the next sections where we'll probably hit on how, what weapons are psychic at least from what's previewed but before then we have one stratagem called psychic dominion and hit it off scott all right well this is going to cost you one command point uh when are you going to use it any phase just after the enemy unit has selected its targets target 1,000 Suns unit from your army that was selected as the target of one or more attacks, uh, the attacking the unit's attacks. Effect, until the end of that phase, all attacks made against your unit with the psychic weapons have the hazardous ability. All models in your uh, in the unit have the 4 plus uh, feel no pain ability against psychic attacks. So hmm. let me reiterate that. So effectively, somebody's going to pick out that unit, whether it's going to be the shooting phase, the melee phase. If something psychic's coming at it, you're going to pop it. And what's going to happen is that if they effectively every attack roll they're going to roll, they've got to roll a die for now. That's psychic, that is. And on a one, they're going to take a mortal wound. Your opponent, that is. Meanwhile, you're going to get a feel no pain of four plus against whatever attacks do get through. That's a pretty inter- in- interactive uh, CP there. Uh, I would say so. Especially if you're fighting another psychic heavy army, like, I don't know, Eldari. <laughs> it's just. Right? Yeah. That's pretty nice. That's okay. pretty cool. Cause mortal wounds on your opponent's shooting phase. I Potentially, mean, yeah, hazardous. I mean, you just it's like you want to play with magic, son. You want to play with fire? <laughs> I'll show you fire, right? Like I don't know. I should I, back off. There actually is a like a school of the pyromancy. So you want to play with magic, son? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to the unit spotlight. We have Ariman himself, the Terran born Thousand Sun himself. I like Ariman. I do too. His model is awesome, and I'm just going to read you a stat line. Armon, movement six, even on his floating disc. T4, three up save, five wounds, six up leadership, and one OC. That's interesting. Most of those characters have more than one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's he's got an agenda and it's not claiming objectives. Like he's trying to find the black library in the webway or something. Like that's what I'm like. That's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. His his bonus his benefits and his buffs come later. Absolutely. Uh, starting off, we have, he's a leader, and Faction Cabal of the Sorcerer's 3, so he gets th- 3. He'll be so generating you 3 of those Cabal points. We only need 13 more. Right. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Rubik Lord, while this model is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes a, an attack, add 1 to the wound roll. Oh, it just says attack? Yeah, it's uh, melee, shooting, you know, doesn't <sighs> matter, pick your poison. Can you, ma- the combos from t- Thousand Suns, what the heck? I'm going chaos. <laughs> <laughs> it's already seeped into your brain. You're going crazy. You're going these are, chaos. These, this is a solid army. Yeah. There's nothing There's nothing about it. It's fluffy. It has options for the detachment rule. It's got marine stats. Marine stats and a, a, a like a true like one-off, like a, like a psychic phase. I just, okay, I'm going to keep reading. 
Arc Sorcerer of Zinch, Psychic. Once per battle, you can select this model to use the warp a warp ritual for zero ball points. <laughs> if you do, all other rules for using rituals still apply. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you really needed to use Wow. Okay. He just doom bolts for free. He could doom bolt for free. Yep. It's once per battle. He could do that. Or, I mean, it, it, if you don't have the points to muster up that nine you need, like turn five or something, and he's still on the board, you can... 86, whatever lasting unit your opponent may have on an objective. And go, yeah. hey, your armor saves need I, not apply. I feel like the Doom Bolt with the Mortal Wounds. You is, think so? I mean, your armor saves aren't <laughs> applying then either. It's true. Um, but his range weapons is Infernal Bolt Pistol. Uh, nothing's fancy there. It's a, That's strength- a bolt. You know, it's, it's kind of like the Primaris Bolt Pistols, right? They got a, yeah. they at least got a minus strength- AP on it. Yeah. And then he has Psychic Stock, Precision, and Psychic. So my assumptions is targeting characters. It's one shot, two up ballistic skills, strength six, neg one, d6 damage. That's pretty good. D6 is uh, what's the kicker there. There's yep. only one. Uh, and then his melee weapon, the Black Staff of Ariamon. Psychic, melee, five attacks, two up weapon skill, strength seven, neg one, three damage. Three DMG. He does have a four up invuln, ladies and gentlemen. So he's a three up, four up with five wounds, T4. What an impressive model. Yeah, like like uh, always like Armin. I wonder if they will give you because I know there's a part of the data sheet that we are not seeing, like his equipment. I wonder if they're going to give you the opportunity to um, swap some things around. Well, yeah, put him on the disc. Maybe he'll get fly. Maybe I don't know. It will be interesting. I'd be curious too. Um, I know a lot of people that don't build him on that. Just <laughs> like who knows. G- in a previous episode on Gene Stealers, like you only had the one weapon profile, and I'm like, eh. Like, yeah, but we the, don't see the backside. We don't see the other side where it's like that weapon, however, could have sustained hits or this or this or, you know, there's different yeah. mutations or something, you know. Yeah. I'm excited. This army, we haven't even seen, we've only seen one unit. Um, let's go on to the Thousand Suns, the actual battle line, the Rubric Marines. I'm going to give you the stat line of five movement. T4, three up, save two wounds. That's great. Leadership six and OC2. Movement um, five. That's where we're seeing the dust kick in, right? Some yeah. slowness. They do contribute a cabal of the sorcerer one. It does have an asterisk, though. Yeah, it's aspiring sorcerer model only. Okay. They have quite the weapon profile. Do you want to go over the weapons, or would you like to go over the abilities? Well, I, I want to point out, real, Infernal Bolt. So it looks like you have found your Primaris Marines, effectively. Because that's a big divide between your Chaos Space Marine Bolter and your prim- Primaris Space Marine Bolter, is that those bolt rifles are going to have a minus one AP, and it looks like the Infernal Bolt Gun is sort of the substitute to that. And in this case, it doesn't have any special rules. It's just twelve. It's 24 inches, two attacks, threes to hit, strength four, minus one, and one damage. Um, really, when you get down into the Soul Reaper cannon, I know that was a, a fan favorite. That freaking thing now. Okay, you'll have to keep me honest if it did anything like this before, but 24-inch range, six attacks, hits on threes, strength six, minus one, one damage, but it has... Devastating wounds. Yeah, I don't recall if it did or not because um, I I don't think a lot of people took a lot of Rubric Marines or this weapon. I, I just can't recall. The person I did play uh, quite often didn't have any. Are they going for more Zangor spam or something? Uh, they went for Terminator spam. Oh, okay. Zangor Termies. That's what I've heard. Uh, but yeah, our aspiring sorcerer model is going to have warp smite. I'm assuming this is his, which is 18 inch range, two attacks, hits on a three, strength four, minus three, one damage, and it has anti infantry four, devastating wounds, pistol, and psychic. That's pretty good. 
I like it. So yeah, he's in combat. He can still and take some stuff out. Anti-infantry four plus. That's nice. Yeah. So you're doing the devastating wounds on the fours. Yep. I take some mortal wounds. Have some fun. Warp flame pistol. Warp flamer. Just flamers. Pistol strength three neg one, which is actually pretty impressive. And then the warp flamers strength four neg one. Uh, close combat bad weapons. Nothing to just strength four. Two attacks, AP dash, one, one Yeah, damage. this is where they kind of struggle, not struggling, but you could see some of the, the diminishing uh, drawback on them, where they have strengths in some places, a weakness in others. Slower movement, not as effective in close combat, at least the dust cans themselves. Yeah. But so, our, uh, our sorcerer, though, has a force weapon, which is psychic, three attacks, weapon skill three plus, strength six, minus one, D3 damage. Not bad. We did skip over the bringers of change. No, we'll go to the abilities now. Okay. You put me up to the pedestal to talk about weapons, so I did, all right? All right, we'll cover those <laughs> abilities as well. All right. Bringers of change. Each time a model in this unit makes a ranged attack, reroll a wound roll of one. If the target of the attack is within range of an objective marker, you do not control. You can reroll the wound roll instead. I like that. Yeah, you're shooting guys off objective markers. Like, yeah. normally they're getting rolls of one. That's all the time. Awesome. But if I'm like, hey, you, I want you off that objective marker. Rerolling everything. Yep. Ooh. Absolutely. And then war gear abilities. Icon of Flame. Each time a model in this bear's unit makes a range attack, if a critical wound is scored, improve the armor penetration characteristic by one. So they were like, they're doing opposite. They're not uh, taking AP off. They're putting it on. Yeah, that's pretty fun. With a five up invuln. I like that better. I think the Icon of Flame used to have you like roll a d6 at the end of a phase, and if you had a six, they could do some mortal wounds to adjacent units that are your enemy adjacent units. But in this case, I don't know, this seems a little more lasting. Uh, a little bit more calculated, too. Yeah. Uh, just additional AP on sixes to wound. I'll take it. Would that, would that include psychic powers? Uh, if it's a shooting attack, yeah, the absolutely. Range. They're not psychic powers now. They're, they are oh, attacks with yes. the psychic keyword. I apologize. No, 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 but that's a way to kind of get the brain thinking on it, it ladies and gentlemen. It is a range attack. There are no psychic powers. There are only psychic attacks <laughs> and abilities and auras. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to move along to the weapon spotlight. And from the Mutilator Vortex Beast, that thing uh, has always been interesting, but I was, I, was, I was very thankful to see it enter the realm of Warhammer 40K when the Thousand Suns came out. And in this case, we're going to go through the Warp Vortex. Uh, starting off, it has three different profiles, it would appear. The first one uh, is going to be Blast, range 24, Attacks are going to be D6 plus 3. It's going to hit on 3 plus. Strength 9, minus 2 AP with 2 damage. Not bad for a blasting. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, so let's move down then to the beam. The beam is going to be 24-inch range, just like the blast above. It's only going to be one attack. You're going to hit on 3s. Strength 18 hmm. with an AP minus 4. And you're going to be doing for damage D6 plus 6. But let's not also forget it has devastating wounds. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Yeah. So if you do happen to, to get that, that lucky boom, then they're gonna they're gonna feel it. Uh, and then last and, but not least, yeah, what's it that? has one more uh, profile for potential shooting. And they just call this one torrent. I'd almost have suspect it has the torrent keyword. Oh, it does. It has the torrent keyword. What? Ignores cover. Range twelve inch range. You're gonna get two d six attacks. The uh, bliss skill is not applicable in this case. Your strength six minus one with minus one AP with one damage. I'm curious what the rest of this unit's profile is because that's impressive. That is pretty impressive. Well, we know it's going to have an aura on it called Immaterial Flame, and this is while a friendly thousand sun psyker units within six inches of this model. Each time that unit uses a ritual that specifies a range, you can double the range while resolving the ritual. Oh my god! So those 18s are now 36s. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I'm 
doom bolting ac- <laughs> across the, the battlefield. <laughs> that is, I'm excited. That's nasty. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for. What that. is your thoughts? My thoughts are, uh, you know, I've always liked the Thousand Sons. I've always liked Armin. I've liked Magnus. Uh, my thoughts are, I want to see Magnus's stats, and I'm also curious to see how they handle the Zangors. But overall, I think they're going to be solid. Yeah, I uh, like they've always come and go on the meta for ninth. Um, there was a point in time where they were the tippy top, and then they got nerfed like the next weekend. You know, what it boils down to, and we may have neglected to mention those rubric marines have a five-up involved, but you have the ability to effectively, like, camp and potentially take some hits and then really dish them out when you need to. So I think it's going to boil down to points. If they're I mean, too expensive, they won't be great. If, if they are, you know, modestly they, priced like everybody else, then... They have the rules. They have, they have the, the rules. They it's, have the abilities to do what amen. they need to do. Yeah. That's how I feel about them, The too. kingmaker has spoken. Let fates be decided. Uh, moving along to another psychic army that also happens to value a number that if you happen to add it up is a multiple of nine the 666th space marine chapter gray knights the gray knights now they have a new special army wide rule and i'd like to sum it up you're essentially getting teleportation for free uh but i'm going to read it for so yeah you have more on that summary i'm going to i'm going to go th- <laughs> through it and he's not wrong ladies and gentlemen they're <laughs> Gray detail. Yeah. And before you do, I do want to say that when I read this, I, I texted our friend that has Green Knights, and I was like, dude, like, I finally see rules for your army that just make them awesome. Like, And I'm getting ahead of myself, but anytime you have an army with uh, high mobility, it, it it's to the general to, to make it happen. And, and this is this is 40k. Let's unfurl those secrets of Saturn and take it away. Okay, teleport assault as the new army rule for Grey Knights. If your army is Grey Knights, at the end of your opponent's turn, so the end, you can select a number of Grey Knight units from your army with his ability excluding that um, units that are within engagement range of one or more enemy units. So essentially you can't do this if you're in close combat. The maximum number of units you can select depends on battle size follows. So our traditional 2,000 point army, you're going to select up to three units. So, But combat patrol is one, incursion is two, strike force is three, and onslaught is four. Agreed. So yeah, you said 2,000 point army up to three units a turn in a 3,000 point army four. I mean, heck, even in a 1,000 point game, having two units that can Bounce around. I'm At the Knight end terminated. of your opponent's yeah. turn is, is huge. It is huge. You're setting yourself up for the next turn. I mean... But let's continue. Once you have made your selection, remove those units from the battlefield in the reinforcement step, your next movement phase, set each of those units up anywhere on the battlefield that is more than nine horizontally away from your enemy models until uh, any units that are not on the battlefield at the end of the battle count is destroyed. Well, why would I not put them back over? You never know. You never yeah. Somebody may get some stratagem like they had last time here on Blackheart that prevents you from bringing something in. Yeah. And you're like, had in the pocket, and you're like, I'm going to bring these guys in, turn five. And they're like, nope. Toast. Toast. So uh, Lost in the warp with your boy. Can you there imagine? You uh, this army is going to be dangerous. Having units teleport nine inches away from me so they're shooting and assaulting me. Yeah. Uh, on at the end of, I mean, like redeploy, 
Redeploying three mo- three units every turn. Oh, yeah, they, they get an opportunity after sustaining hits from you to effectively re you know I reset feel the strategy. Sorry for anybody who doesn't have uh, cheap transports. <laughs> Something fast or long range. I mean, you're uh, yeah. Gosh, I, I mean, like you have oh. to screen everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, but you know, even think along the lines of your melee armies that are going to be chasing their tail. I have yet to see an army that seems too slow, but you got to play with you got to play with your brain here. Death Guard. Maybe, but they're not necessarily melee. You're going to have those plague burst crawlers. It doesn't matter where you're teleporting. Yeah. I'm going to make a rain. I'm not, I'm not saying that this is end-all, be-all, but this is good. It's really good. It, it Put in the hands of the right player, it, it can yeah, it'll be game-changing. You're going to see some great night tables, or uh, <laughs> players at the top tables. We skipped one Great thing. night shenanigans. Oh, uh, it's just rules for deep strike. Oh, just if you rules. want to reiterate that, feel no, free. No, no, no. No, you ladies and gentlemen, go read your own rules. We're here to... You deep know, strike, everybody, focus is on the factions. Inches. Away horizontally, you all know that. Okay. All right, so yeah, let's hit the Grey Knight detachments, and in this case, they're giving us the uh, teleport strike force, teleport shunt. That detachment rule, teleport shunt. It's each time a Grey Knight's unit that with uh, take two. Each time a Grey Knight's unit with the deep strike ability advances, do not make an advance roll. Instead, into the end of the phase, add six that unit's move characteristic, and that unit can fly. Wow! Whoa! Stutter step. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, that, and that's happening to units that are. I mean, so that so they add six and yeah. they become fly. So they're basically uh, twelve inches. Right. So what units you aren't redeploying, you can just fly around the All board. Those storm bolters that they have. Yeah. Wow. Let's All right. Keep, yeah. Let's keep moving because I want to see this unit profile and how that's gonna that teleport. Absolutely. Gonna so we're gonna awesome. we have a couple of stratagems that go along with the uh, teleport strike force. First of which being the haloed in soul fire. Costing two command points, you can use in your movement phase. You're going to target one Grey Knight Psyker unit from your army that is arriving using the Deep Strike or Teleport Assault abilities this phase. Until the start of your next movement phase, your unit cannot be targeted by range attacks unless the attacking model is within wow. 12 inches. Okay, so you're basically getting the uh, lone... Uh, what is it called again? Lone operative. Lone operative yeah. on a, a big unit of Germanators. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Uh, or, I mean, maybe even the big... Uh, uh, I always forget what... Nemesis Dread Knight. Very, so I mean, it's still a psyker. I mean, yeah, Cloud of Flies in Eighth Edition was awesome, and like, there's so many stratagems and rules that are like, yeah. Now you're Halo and Soulfire, but you're getting the same kind of bennies. That is the, that is the new thing. Like, uh, lots of units are just not going to be able to be targeted within outside of twelve, right? And it's not just characters anymore. That used to be the old like, okay, well, I'm going to screen my characters. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and that's a huge fair game. survivability. I mean, like right. most. Most most players, I feel, uh, I'd say 65, 35, 65% of players gravitate to a shooting-based army. That makes sense for the futuristic game with guns. Yeah. Right, if not more. And then now you just make, I mean, it's it's peppered across all the faction previews that we've covered that where there's just like lone operative-based yeah, rules. That, yeah. Yeah. Which your, really your changes. Primarchs. <laughs> I mean, we got a preview of Shrike, and he can whatever unit he's attached to has this. Oh, the whole unit does. The whole unit. Wow, that's nice. So Shrike and the unit, you can't target him. Right. I mean, I think the only units he can do is like jump, jump pack infantry. But even then, but more to the point in the Grey Knights case, they're likely going to be one of the more continue to be one of the more expensive Astartes armies to field because everyone's a psyker, everyone gets access to all some cool stuff. Um, I'm going to assume, I mean, it's also two command points, but all the same, like, I'm going to assume this is so much value add to a high point cost army. Like, 
Imag- well, agreed. just imagine this. Strategically placed a full squad of, or let's just say five paladins that are just going to bring the heat. They hide behind something. Turn two, you have the bottom of the turn. You pluck one of them out. You place them at the end of your player's turn, right where they need to go on a, on a, you know, pushing up at one side of the battlefield. And you spend two CP, and the only thing that's going to be able to target them is the things that they want to charge next turn. Yeah. Or, you know, um, after they do all their damage, then you spend the two CP, and then, like, only half of their forces, they either have to pivot and go after the paladins. Right. Or, uh... Well, you're kind of hitting on it. For once, the Grey Knight army is causing their opponent to react. And it's usually the Grey Knight armies that are having to react to what their opponent's doing. It, it At least it felt like. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely... You know, come and go and swain with rules, but this is this is it. This is this is good time to be great knights. Well, they've got another two command point um, stratagem for the teleport strike force. It's called Radiant Strike, and you're going to use it in the fight phase. And you're going to target one of your gray knight psychic units from your army till the end of the phase. Melee weapons equipped by that model and your unit models in that unit with the psychic ability have the devastating wounds ability. Oh <sighs> man, good. That's pretty good nice. Stuff. I like that. So let's go to their first unit, Abrogation Squad. So it's basic Marine stat lines, except they have a two-up save. Yes, they do. Um, so let's go over there. They have Deep Strike, Teleport, Assault, so they can be dropping in, shooting, whatever they want. They have Astral Aim. In your shooting phase, ranged weapons equipped by models in this unit have the indirect fire ability. Okay, provided the target of that weapon is visible to one or more friendly great knight so basically it's like little tau yeah they kind of got sub- spotted over there yeah wow and what do you get over that you're gonna get an incinerator wow. the 12 inch range d6 attacks it's gonna have ignores cover torrent strength six minus one one damage having that have indirect fire right the silencer which is gonna also be psychic sustains hit one range 24 six attacks hitting on three strength five zero ap and one damage i'm serious Indirect fire on that's, flamers. It's pretty awesome. I, yeah, I got it. That's <laughs> yeah. It was. It took me a second to click. I was like, "Who cares about ballistic skill when you got <laughs> torrent flamers?" <laughs> they literally like hide in some like L shaped. I, I wonder how many. I mean, you're going to be able. To, how many incinerators you going to be able to drop in that squad? I'd be curious to see. Um, you have a side cannon, which is also psychic. Jesus, I'm not. I'm curious if any stormbolters are, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, it's going to range 24 inches with three attacks, blitz skill three, strength eight, minus one AP. Two damage. Boy, howdy. I like that. Uh, and then we go to our Triton True Storm Bolter that you would see in just about every Grainar army from the Demon Hunters onward. Um, going to be Rapid Fire 2, range 24. Two attacks. Ballistic skill 4, strength 4, 0 AP with 1 damage. So nothing new on that one. Yeah, not necessarily there. But still, it's good to know that some things never change. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a prey real sneaky. <laughs> I'm gonna pray real sneaky, okay? Yeah. And I'm gonna teleport within uh, nine inches of you, and then move, and then I'm gonna do an indirect fire. On yeah. You. I, well, I could teleport out of you know you're gonna gun for this unit because it has weapons that you don't want to have used against you, and I'm gonna move them. I'm gonna shoot at you still, right? <laughs> like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm just yeah. Sorry, yeah. I got heart stuck on the right the, the torrent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, and I'm assuming you're going to be able to equip most of these guys, or maybe it's just the sergeant uh, with a nemesis force weapon. Uh, it's going to be three attacks. This is melee. Uh, weapon skill three plus strength six, minus two AP and two damage. My guess is that's what's going to be uh, on all the regular. I'm thinking one. so too. Yeah, which is a good good preview. They'll, they'll probably turn the falchions and, and the other, I think the stabs, and all the other um, 
weapons probably will go and just be Nemesis Force weapons. Yeah. They may have a ha- demon hammer, so I'd like to see that still. But Yeah, don't get rid of the hammers, GW. Ray Knights, <laughs> Unit Spotlight. The last one is the Grand Master. Okay. A Grand Master in Nemesis Dread Knight armor. He has a lot going on, too, so let's go through this. Movement 8, T8, 2-up save, 13 wounds, uh, leadership 6+, plus, and OC4. His core abilities is Deadly Demise, so he does blow up on D3, Deep Strikes, Teleport, Assault, Surge of the Wrath, Psychic. Once per battle in a fight phase, one model from your army with this ability can use it before resolving its attacks. If it does, until the end of the phase, each time that model makes an attack that targets a monster or vehicle, you can reroll the hit roll, you can reroll the wound roll, and you can reroll the damage roll. Wow. That's like a warlord does ability. Does one attack or in. all of them? Each time the model makes an attack, oof, it's all of them. Bring in, bring in the heat. And then the last thing is Heroism's Favor. Each time you target this model with a stratagem, um, it only costs one CP to use, <laughs> even if the CP cost is higher. You think they make it like cost more because it'd be more effective, but they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we intended these to be used on this guy. <laughs> he's going to get devastating wounds, and he's going to go crushing, gosh, Rerolling for those devastating yeah, wounds on monsters yeah. and vehicles, like right. Get, I, I just get out of here with that. Get wrecked. I mean, yeah, that's really what we meant to say is get wrecked. And really, there's another thing we would say instead of that, but you know how it go. Get wrecked. He has a two up, four up. Um, so let's go over his weapon profiles. Gatling silencer, psychic, sustain hits one. He's range 24, 12 attacks, ballistic skill three, six attacks, or six strength six, AP zero, one damage. So you're just looking for those. You ready for your heavy incinerator? I know how much you like torrent when it's tacked onto the word incinerator. Let's do it. Okay. This one's going to ignore cover as well. Torrent, 18-inch range, 2d6 attacks. It's going to be strength 6, minus 1 AP with 1 damage. That's pretty good. Heavy side cannon, 24-inch range, 6 attacks, ballistic skill 3, strength 10. Yeah. Neg 1, 3 damage. I mean, to be honest with you, as, as cool as those shooty weapons are, and we talk about most of those players, the 65-35 rule, if I'm playing Grey Knights, I'm probably looking at this more for what the profiles are about to cover, which are the melee weapons. Holy crap. All right, so let's get the, the, the easy one out of the way, the Dread Fists. You got six attacks. Blitz, I'm sorry, weapon skill 3+, plus, strength 6, minus 1, 1 damage. So he's just slapping you. Yeah, just slapping you. But uh, the next thing, I don't know if I call it a slap. This hardly is considered a love tap in most cases, even if you are the Angron of Angrons. Your nemesis demon great hammer is going to be a psychic weapon. It's going to have five attacks, weapon skill four plus, strength 14, a minus three AP, and D6 plus one damage. Let's just make those devastating wounds with one radiant strike. Why not? I mean, <laughs> boom. <laughs> and then I, and I'm assuming, uh, you know, in place of, you could probably take a nem- or, you know, in place of that, you'll be taking a, a nemesis great sword, which will have two different profiles on it, first of which is a strike profile. Also a psychic attack. You're going to get five attacks. Weapon skill three plus. Strength ten. Minus two. D6 damage. That's still not that... That's not bad at all when you compare it to the the hammer. I know the hammer's better in that case, but I mean, you get the same number of attacks. Maybe a little bit lower strength. So you're not going after the same thing. But you consider the rerolls to wounds against... And damage and all, all the other multipliers there. Or all the other factors there for uh, against monsters and vehicles. It's almost worth going sword. And when you really look at it... Well, hang on. Like, when you really look at it, you go to the sweep option, you're getting 10 attacks. Hitting on three, strength five, minus one, one damage. I still think Sword the hammer's or hammer. better. You think hammer's better? Well, because you, you have the hammer, and then you have all this anti-infantry shooting. That's true. I'm assuming you can have... I mean, to say that sword, though, is an anti... 
It's not just anti-infantry. Uh, I mean, like, so anything but a rhino, you're wounding on a five. You can re-roll that, though. I know. Monster vehicle. And if you get a six, it's devastating wound. I'm wounding knights on a four with a re-roll. All right. Well, you're but, settled then on the hammer. You're going to hit fours but, all day. But, here, but my point, my point, <laughs> you could have the heavy incinerator doing 2d6 shots, and then you have the heavy side cannon on the other side doing the strength 10, neck 3. So you're just annihilating infantry. And then you just move into the big knight, and you're just like, womp. You're going to, you know, that when you start seeing those threes come up to hit, we'll talk. <laughs> what do you mean? The hammer hits on fours, my friend. That's what I mean. But you're re rolling. Oh, okay, but we're saying, though, against just your hypothetical against most other things, right? But in that case, same cadence, I mean, flip it back to me. You're re-rolling with the sword, too. Yeah. Uh, the ten attacks with devastating wounds sounds pretty nice. I'm just saying, it, for, for me, versatility would be the, sure. the, the peppering yeah, yeah. from the shooting. Honestly, my, my approach definitely is it swings more heavily towards the anti-infantry, and it still, I think, has, with the stratagems that are there, and the inherent rules, so it has the potential to go up against bigger things. But to your credit, yeah, the hammer is what is what you're going to want to take, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going after your but knights here's the thing and your is monsters. Have been weak against armor. So what is interesting? Their, so what is the what's their their ticket to devastating wounds? <laughs> devastating wounds or a four, strength fourteen hammer? Right. Yeah, <laughs> strength fourteen hammer, devastating wounds, and one command point spent. Yeah, I, I can see the the pros and cons for either of these. Because you've um, got to think about all your other infantry. What are they going to be doing? Don't tell me how to think. I'm, I'm telling you how to no, think. No, you're not. I'm trying to use my Grey Knight mind tricks. Mm-mm. Doesn't work on this, Drukari. <laughs> well, that concludes, I think. No, no, oh, we got a weapon not. spotlight. Oh, my gosh. You're going to oh. love this one. All right, so uh, let's go to Purifying Flame. Anti-Infantry 2+, plus ignores cover psychic. Uh, range 18, 1 attack, ballistic skill 3, strength... Four, neg one, one damage. This comes from the purifier squads. Interesting. I wonder, so every one of those guys will get to shoot that I'm shot. wondering, yeah, that'd be interesting if all of them get to belt that out. And then... Or it'll be that. one attack, yeah. We'll see, though. Uh, what was the interaction that you got to indirect fire from? The, oh, it was the purgation squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. in this case, we're not sure if purifiers are going to see the same thing. I'm Likely not. I don't think they did before. No, 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 no. Um, those look like John Voss's models, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> they do. Uh, like, and that—I mean—that's that a compliment of anything else because we know. No, it, sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a picture um, from the faction preview. Looks like our friends' models that right. we beautifully painted, beautifully up. painted, and you know, I will go and say, did not have to use Photoshop to make look great. No, not inferring anything there. No. Okay. I almost want to take a break and take a deep breath, but we're going to keep pushing on. We kind of have to, because now we're home. Chewie, we're home. (laughs) Should we? We're at the 55-minute mark. No, let's do it. Let's Let's keep going. Okay. Because, you know, believe it or not, we're going to have so much more to talk about this upcoming faction when, let's say, an index drops or a codex drops. And on a day, we just feel like, you know, flapping our gums about it some more. There's going to be so much content around this. But we're here. We're finally here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the dark kin. I mean, it's almost like we want to have this as our last episode. But no, let's hit it. The Drukhari. The people of the webway. (laughs) The gentry of the webway. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Uh, No, it's okay. You were bred to be a rack. I was bred to be a sybarite. This is is correct. I'm here for... Cleaving and taking all the hits. <laughs> One day I'll be a master of pain. It'll be my instrument. <clears throat> okay, 
Speaking of which, let's go through it then. The army rule, without much further ado for the Drukari, is power from pain. I feel like I, again, I feel like I talked about this, like our, we were going to get tokens because... It, oh, you got that Drukari pride. No, it's cool. We swim in it, bask in it. We talked about it. Well, I actually heard it on a podcast where the guy was talking about competitive uh, kill team, and they were using pain tokens. I was like, how would they not bring that over? Bring that over. That's a good point. And sure enough, they did. So what we have is power from pain. If your army faction is Drukari, why wouldn't it be? Units from your army with this ability can become empowered through pain. Oh. This done using pain. I like tokens. how it says can, uh, because not every Drukari is entitled to that. Some are the oppressed, and others are the rightful oppressors. I agree. Okay, moving along. Too much lore. Too much lore. Never lore. Never, Never enough. Gain pain tokens. If your army faction is Drukari, you gain pain tokens as follows. At the start of the battle, depending on the battle size, so a traditional... Uh, com- combat troll, you get one pain token. Incursion, two pain tokens. Strike force, which is our typical 2,000 points, three pain tokens. Onslaught, four pain tokens. Each time an enemy unit is destroyed, gain one pain token. Watch out, small MSU armies. And we were skirting so much over battle shock being a thing. And now each time an enemy unit fall- fails a battle shock test, you gain another pain token. Oh my God. Basking in your fear, basking in your death. Give it all to me. Actually, has a purpose. Each time you get a pain token, keep it to one side. I mean, you don't want to lose track of those, do you? No, and I can't wait to make some fancy pain tokens. Oh, you know it. Yeah. (laughs) I got like ideas swirling in my head. Okay. So what can you do with Empowered Through Pain? Okay. So you have two options, uh, which give you multiple things. So first one, Empowered in Movement or Charge Phase. You can reroll the charge or advance rolls made for this unit. Interesting. Okay, so in the movement phase, you can drop a pain token and, and re-roll your advanced roll for that unit. Or if you're using the charge phase, you can re-roll the charge roll. Right. Um, empowered in the shooting phase or fight phase, each time a model in this unit makes an attack, you can re-roll the hit roll. Okay. In an addition where all re-rolls have gone. Yeah, that, it seems that way. I mean, you see your... Or, some of them have inherent baked buffs. I like that. Like we saw in the previous slides, like some of those... Infantry units are like, I want you off that objective marker. I'm getting rerolls to my wounds. Right. But if I can just go, hey, pain token, this entire unit, which let's keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, a raider with an, with 11 guys in there, fixed firing, 11. A fixed shooting point yeah. that counts as one unit. Yeah, so that whatever guns that raider has, whatever is inside that raider, that's all the raider firing at it. All those are the rerolls. That's your single pain token. You oh. don't have to dish out multiples there to get all that under one hood. And holy crap. Uh, so yeah, we're, I mean, most of us play about 2,000 points, so like you said, about three of those starting off. I, Just starting off. That gives me enough to go. But there's more, Scott. I know there's more. There's My more. batch brother. The 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 Webway and Klamarog are infinite beyond belief, so continue. Real Space Raid. This is going to be our detachment rule for the Jakari. So, so I do have the one, one thing to say. I feel like a lot of people have poo-pooed on the fact that this is a faction ability, or this is a detachment rule. Have faith. Have some have some pain and agony with a side of uh, lemon twist. <laughs> That's how uh, I take my espresso. <laughs> uh, knowing that there's going to be more detachment rules down the road. I would imagine. I imagine we'll see something for the different cabals, um, you know, the covens. But I still think this is awesome. You can take, uh, essentially, at the start of the battle, you gain one additional pain token for each of the following, ar- uh, following your army contains. 
one for an Archon, one for a Succubus, and one for a Homunculus. So if you take all three, you're starting your real space race. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one or more Archons. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to take like two or three Archons, but in this case, you have boom, 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 three more. That's six pain tokens. Seven. Start. Is this, is this set, uh, my math's bad? Yeah, math's bad. For a 2,000-point game. If you're looking for a 3,000-point game, yeah, you're getting seven. <laughs> yeah, it is six. My apologies. I thought they quit, made, like, made you stop apologizing. That's like one of the first rules Homunculus does. They're oh, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's next to my sorry tick. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that. That's Because uh, to be honest with you, I've always liked fielding. It, the real space raider approach has always been very cool to me. Um, I've always done witches and homunculus, um, really stress the homunculus. But uh, this, starting the game off with six and re- uh, with all the raiders, it's, it might it's be overkill. like alpha, alpha strike Drakari. I mean, it is. And it's, I'm thinking, it's like, is this overkill? I mean, I want to see points. I want to see how many things that Are we, we going back to here. horde? Are we going right. back to like spamming raiders? I don't have enough. Uh, you think I think at five? You think five's enough? I mean, I have seven, but only five uh-huh. are painted. Okay. Well, here's another thing. Uh, we'll get more on this later when you look at what venoms have. Maybe that's why they're having venoms work the way they do. But yeah, we'll, we'll get too far ahead of ourselves. Okay. Let's go ahead and hit that real space raider stratagem. Yes, alliance of agony at the start of the f- any phase. Uh, target one archon, one succubus, and one homunculus. Discard one, just one pain token for all three from your pain token pool. Until the end of the phase, all three of the models' units are empowered. Yeah, they and their bodyguards are going to be empowered. Wow. Yeah. So, Like you, you said, Alpha a, Strike, right? How could, about like turn three? If you three? have two CP, could you... Uh, I forget how. Can you spend this strategy more than once? Likely not. Usually you can't say per phase, but we'll see when that one. But drops. no, like let's say shooting phase, you shoot every. Yeah, that's three. true. Can you then do and it then again for the yeah. for the assault and charge phase? Yeah. I always forget. I have to double look. You, it, Sorry, so everybody. it used to be at least in ninth and eighth that it was per phase, yeah. not per yeah. turn. That's right. That's right. Things like endless cacophony and veterans along, where I'm showing you my chaos space marine colors here, but that you double up. <laughs> you have the you have the you have the gas in the tank. You're gonna slam it both phases. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And in this case, I'm really hoping you get the same because it's like rerolls to hits are huge. And we'll get more into why you don't necessarily need reroll to wounds in some cases. Uh, when you have just there. tons and tons of of uh, DACA. Uh, but let's move on to the unit spotlight. We have the Venom first up. It is range 14 down from 16, so we did lose two inches. For its movement. Uh, but we did gain a toughness up to six, a four up save, six wounds, leadership six, and OC one. It has a lot of stuff going on here. So um, it looks like it went down to a six-up invuln, which is a little bit upsetting. But I think my guess, this is just a guess. I'm going to prophesize. Prophesize away. Uh, through agony, not uh, psychic. Um, I think it's okay. Be there, you know, It's like a, a don't ask, don't tell policy in Komarag when you start casting the rune bones. Sure, sure, just sure. don't get caught because the Supreme Overlord will flay you and your <laughs> ancestors. I think they'll feel it. Um. My guess is Venom's going to be 50, 55 points. Yeah, I think they'll be cheap. They have stealth. They have deep strike. I caught that this time around. They have inherent deep strike baked in. That's but really nice. That's that's kindred to fifth edition. Right. They, I mean, they all had deep strike. Well, I don't have to take a, I don't spend CP to like right. put a couple of them in there. And it's like, okay. But what I really like about uh, the way the transport works is Can that. you get out after the deep strike? We'll have to look into that later. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it counts as moving. So, yes, you just can't <laughs> charge. Why would oh? Because if your vehicle moves and you get out and you disembark, you can't charge. You count as 
Unless it says so otherwise. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a Land Raider. No, I think you can. You can't move again. We'll get more on that. We'll, we'll deep dive on that later. But I did want to point out for a transport, you can take a unit of 10 Cobblelight Warriors or Witches, and you can truncate them up into, or you split them up into two-man, five-man groups and drop them into Venom. Or in this case, I guess take a 12-man unit of either of them and make it two six-man groups and drop them in two Venoms. That is cool. So basically, uh, combat squatting your Drakari. Yeah, but only only through the use of a Venom, which is... Deadly Demise 1, so it's always going, doing one deep strike. F- firing deck 6, stealth, power from pain. Uh, oof. Okay, um, so what Splinter Cannons do now is range 36, 3 attacks. It's anti-infantry 3, ladies and gentlemen, so we're moving away from poison. Right. Um, everything, it seems to be, is anti-infantry 3, so... Hide your kids, hide your infantry. Yeah. I guess bring out your monsters, bring out your vehicles. <laughs> which is a sad point, but I bet you there's something that we're not well, seeing. I mean, it's an interesting trade-off. I like the hyper-focus on it being a 3-plus now and not a poison 4-plus across the board. Because, um, like, to your point, we'll, we'll maybe see something to go out their vehicles. But if my Cobblites cruising around in a boat are like, hey, I'm going to throw two blasters, a blast pistol, and a dark lance at that, and then the rest of these guys are just going to unload. like Reroll hits. Yeah, winning on threes. exactly. Like, yeah. So uh, they have a new rule, athletic aerialist. At the end of the fight phase, if you are, if there are no models currently embarked in this transport, you can select one friendly Drakari infantry unit that has six or fewer models that is wholly within six of this transport. You can't select grotesque, too big. Unless that unit is engagement range of one or more enemy units this, this it can embark in the transport it's not too bad no uh and with the six up invul and i think these are going to be uh, stealth as well i mean you're going to minus one to hit it so i started thinking it was like is that like if my if paper tiger is going to blow up maybe i want to hop in cover it's like well, i'll get in that you're at least minus one to hit me and you're got some wounds to chew through if they are pointed at that 50 55 range yeah. Let's say sixty with the splinter cannon. I'm gonna I'm gonna be peppering out some uh, some venoms. They haven't been my go to for me neither. Usually, well, I'm a cobblelight guy. You know, I, I want to have a dark lance or a splinter cannon minimum. It's hard. It's hard for me to cannon. take. Yeah, but you can still have one in there. You know, one and a, and a pistol. Yeah. I do. Li- I used to like that combo. Your five man group with a blast pistol, blaster, and a venom. And you spam the crap out of that, and you're like, it's like the extra range on the weapon. I just, yeah. yeah, it's just dumb. Um, but in the case, I've always defaulted back to the Raider. You know, that way it's two Dark Lances, you know, one in the Cobblelight Squad, one on the Raider, two blasters, and a blast pistol. And that thing just. Yeah, it was like 100 points of. It's dumb. 110 points of, yeah. Now 110 points of dumb. <laughs> Melee weapon on this now, so the blade veins have gone to strength, just three attacks, strength five, hitting on fours, no AP. I'm a little, yeah, I want to say disappointed. I know we're going to a simplified approach, but one of the bigger things I valued about ninth edition was the increase to melee attacks that both the Raider and the Venom had. Like, I could actually see a Raider charging in more than just for a screen for yeah. Overwatch, and it would act as sort of a pincer supplemental, like, oh, it's like six attacks or something crazy. Like If you threw the chain. Yeah. The chain and, and, and honestly, like you say, 100 points. I don't mind throwing those extra points in some of the units. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah, this is, I like it. Uh, pointed, pointed correctly. Uh, oh. It'll be uh, a good unit to have. So let's go to the bread and butter of spotlight yeah this is this is my bag baby well i know we all rock the cobblelights but i 
recently magnetized all the all the cobalites, and I did the head count. I'm not counting the hand of the archon that I've yet to assemble. There's over 100 of those bad boys, just cobalites. I, I know you probably have got more, but this this is my you know this is I don't think I'll ever need a hundred. I used to field a hundred. You remember when I used to do that? Uh, I, it was I the Obsidian Rose, and I take them in twenty man groups. I field it like I think I field like three twenty man groups, and then like a handful of like ten man groups just to count and cover. It was dumb. That was yeah. back in the days where you'd ally with Eldar, and something would deep strike, and you're like, I'm spinning the command points. You shoot at that. Like, yeah. Anyway, I get too wrapped around that axle. Let's take a look now at what the Cobblites are gonna be doing in tenth edition. Okay, I think we did call this one. Movement 8? Movement 8. Movement 8. Used to be they were Movement 7. The Witches were 8. Do you think Witches are going to go to 10? Maybe <laughs> 9. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe keep him at 8, but have... I don't know. We'll, we'll, let's continue. Their toughness, 3. 4 plus 8. I'm glad they kept that. Thank you. Cobblelite armor is, after all, made by Drew Kari. Those workshops, they a lot of hard labor put into that. A lot of uh, blood, sweat, I guess, too. No pain. tears. Keep them no, out of there. we keep the tears for other components. <laughs> uh, they're going to have one wound, uh, a cobalite. They're going to be leadership six, and they're going to be able to occupy objective control that with two value per guy in that squad. Not that they're going to be holding anything, but that is good. Well, hang on. This is where I love them. You're not wrong there, because your, your eye and my eye, our collective minds from the batch we were grown from, a cobalite is always on the move. Like, why would you camp an objective when you're the paper tiger and speed is your value? Correct. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like most battle lines we are seeing, they do have a, an ability that interacts with objectives. And in this case, it's called Sadistic Raiders. It is if you control an objective marker at the end of your command phase. In this unit, or any transport this unit is embarked in, I don't know, a raider, uh, is within range of that objective marker. Um, and there's no other models in the range of it. You're, uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. Effectively, you're going to be able to claim an objective, move away from it, continue claiming that objective until your opponent moves in to contest it. Sticky objectives for Cobblite Warriors, even right. if you're in a new vehicle. Yeah, and just so you're going to plop on that, command phase turns around, it's yours, and we're moving on. That's awesome. I think so. Okay, so we were speculating, how would we fight those Grey Knights teleporting around? And then we get around to the Jakari, it's like, what an interesting army. Like, I'm going to get that objective, and I'm going to wait for your reaction. Okay, where are you teleporting? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to respond. Or, I mean, really, it could almost turn into a little chess game there. Dare I say 40K chess again, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. No, like, come come, come get this back objective. Yeah. I've got four raiders ready to, right. within range to pounce. Right. Outstretch yourself, Great Knight player. Outstretch it. Because I imagine I'm a lot more Jukari than, you know, your, your Moan K special boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, so for war gear abilities, the Phantasm Grenade Launcher, we didn't get much on in this case, but what it does in this case is it gives the unit the grenade keyword. Mm-hmm. I understand that there are some stratagems that function off that where you can potentially belt out some mortal wounds, but I'd be curious to see if it enables them to do some other things as well. The old Phantasm Grenade Launcher was a D3 range 18 attack, then you just try to beat their leadership, and every time you did it... Uh, you had a mortal wound on yeah, it. Yeah, so, it was awesome. Um, I loved it. I had that on the Raider. I had it on the Sybarite. I just... I know some people said don't take it. I would rather ditch the agonizer and take one of those. Yeah, be like curious said, how um, interactive that's going to be. Yeah, um, I, there's got to be a stratagem, like a cobble. I don't want a stratagem because uh, well, then, too late. No, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you want, I want to use that phantasm grenade launcher all the time. Yeah, well, you know, I get zero CP. Zero CP. They that can would only be use nice. it once once per per shooting phase, right? We will see. Uh, in addition to that four plus save, though, we're going to maintain having a six of inborn on these guys, which is awesome. I, yeah, I think that power from pain rank one turn one ability is probably going to be baked in across the army. 
I'm liking them. Okay, I'm so let's uh, let's start looking at the range weapons. So blast pistol uh, is six inches. Like before, it is uh, ballistic skill three, strength eight, neg three, and only d three damage, which makes sense to me because it's a pistol. Yeah, it's a harbinging uh, as much power. You can only put so much dark light energy into that, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the blaster is same profile, but range 18 and D6 plus one, neg four. It also has assault. Oh, uh, yeah, that was pre. Man, imagine that yeah, on four freaking Reaver jet bikes. Or just on a raider that decided to move and then, you know, advance and still like. Man. That could be nice. Imagine the raider being 14. I bet you they backed up all the vehicle movement so that. In anticipation that you can get out of the vehicle and charge, uh, you might be right on that. Yeah, yeah, you're probably, that's probably right. Probably why they got rid of advance and charge for this army when that's I mean, essentially key is a little bit more shooting centric, and uh, you can get out of the vehicle and charge. I'm pretty sure, right? We will see. Okay, uh, then the dark lance, uh, like our uh, brethren, a little bit uh, of the same. Um, these pitless black eyes are staring right through you. How dare you even refer to them as brothers? It's like, like redheaded stepchild bastard cousins. <laughs> uh, is, you, you reference to the bright lance. I think they're identical. Um, it is heavy. 36 inches, one shot, ballistic skill four. I think the dark lance on some things were, or the bright lance was ballistic skill three, but strength 12, neg three, D6 plus two damage. It was on it's like things like vehicles. So what uh, this is what I noticed is that this is heavy because it's an infantryman using it. Used to be you could move, sure. you get minus one to blitz skill, but now they're just telling you, hey, it hits on fours, but if you stand still, you get plus one to hit. Yeah. There are no minuses now. We're only giving you buffs. This is, <laughs> this next weapon is actually one of my favorites. And I, oh man, I, it's so, it, it's so the shredder. I used it's, to hate this weapon. It's assault. Now I don't. Assault and torrent. Range 18. Yeah. D6 shots, strength 6, no AP, so we did lose an AP, but we gained automatic hits. Yeah, when when you and I were going back and forth about this, my thought around it was still like, eh, I'm a blaster guy. You can never get me on a shredder. Some of my favorite models I've put together have got shredders, though, and then you're like, dude, assault, 18-inch range, strength 6, flamer. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. On four four scourge, just dropping out. Of you could sky. do that, yeah. Or you could have you know, your ten man unit could have two of those, maybe a splinter cannon to boot, and maybe a disintegrator cannon on that raider is worth a damn. And you got an, like a super anti infantry, like yeah, you have like you have a you have the heavy uh, the the splinter cannon with two of those, and you're just like peppering, right? I mean, <laughs> now let's couple, let's bring it all this together. So yes. uh, we already know what Splinter Cannon does. Not much different there, except for your infantryman. It does have the heavy keyword, and it hits on fours. It's another example of it. You stand still, you get a hit with your like your buddies do on a three plus. But without much further ado, the weapon that has raided so many territories. I, in my opinion, I think it's more reliable than you know a las gun for your standard issue guardsman. I, uh, agree. I would <laughs> agree. I mean, how, can, how could you ever disagree? With the splinter weapon, splinter rifle now being anti-infantry assault, 24-inch range with two attacks. Oh, my gosh. So, we're, so rapid sh- fire is gone. You don't need splinter racks. You don't need splinter. Although, what are they going to do? Are they going to give it, like, sustained hits or something? Or plus one right? <laughs> anti-infantry? Oh, that would be dumb. I think they probably sustained hits because the whole idea is, like, you just have this You massive... never know. You never know what right. GW will do. Well. Maybe it gives... Because <laughs> you only have... You had, it's Maybe it gives it devastating <laughs> wounds. You crazy... <laughs> 
For 10 points. Right. 10 points. You get anti-infantry and you're doing mortal wounds out of three. No, this is all speculation. I'm not being serious at all. I, know, I don't, but I would never see that. in every bit of it. Yeah. If I had to guess, and well, we'll go ahead and we'll call it now. This is my prediction. Sustained hits. Sustained hits. Yeah. One? Yeah. One? Yeah. Yeah. That's per guy. You know, you get two shots a guy. Or maybe it does some like leadership debuffs too. Uh, who knows? I think you're just reaching now. I'm not reaching. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of. And these guys don't have to reach very far. I mean, again, if you're in a raider, even if you're not, I mean, your movement eight, you're, you're running six, D6, that is. You have a 24 inch range, you're still getting two shots. Off. I don't want to get out of that raider. I Usually I don't either, but I'm a Cabal the Fleet Skull, baby. Like, keep me in the air. America. It's like I, I was wondering, it's like, should I even paint Kabbalites? Can I just Kamora? Like when you when you blow up uh Nagaron, no, when you blow up a freaking uh <laughs> raider, can I just be like, you got it, they're all dead. Like, you serious? Like, yeah, I didn't paint any. I didn't think I'd ever need to. <laughs> all right. What's let's let's go on to one of my favorite weapons of the Jakari lineup. The Sybarite weapon? Uh I did want to point that out real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I think what uh, so now for melee weapons, your Sybarite. I don't know if you're going to be able to give them like a Venom Blade or Power this, Sword or an Agonizer. I think they've all put it under one umbrella. So we talked about this. This was a complaint of mine, but we don't know what's on the back of the data card. Sure. But uh, this is a shooting centric uh, unit. So um, you say that every guy, each one of these guys has got two attacks, albeit they're they're hitting, they're still hitting on threes. They're only strength three, but with the Sybarite weapon, it's anti infantry three plus three attacks hitting on threes minus one AP one damage. It's not. It's it, if it's five points, it's not bad to include if you get the points. Right, right. And I, I would imagine it'll be modestly priced if they're sort of pushing them all together, or maybe it just come stock for all you know, for all we know. Uh, but but to to attribute what Scott was saying is uh, every little. It's always death by a thousand cuts with Jakari, yes. and uh, with the splinter rifles being assault, and you're always just booking it. Um, the little bit of melee punch never hurts. And what ends up happening, at least in my personal experience, and Stu, you, I know you have your own anecdotals. You tell me if you've similar in your case with Kabbalites. You will line them up in such a way and cause your opponent so much of a headache. With the death by a thousand cuts, they'll start running stuff at them. Just, I'm getting in combat. Yep. Yeah. And then when they get in combat, you're like, hey, I've got two attacks a guy. Oh, I just lost three Terminators. Hey, I've got, this, yeah, this, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's so dumb. It's like, they, they can hit back. It isn't like getting in combat with Tau or Guard. It's like, these are still Eldar. And I always make those sixes to just keep them in there even longer. And you're like, dude. Yeah. Uh, I have OC6 on the objective. It's going to be mine still. Yeah. Sorry. I've got better leadership than most stuff in the game. <laughs> Try to break me. I, yeah. It, if anyone thinks that this unit profile is bad, um, you can email me. Webway Worldwide at gmail.com. Yes. Please send us your thoughts. <laughs> the email's active now. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring it in. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. It was an intentional plug. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, we'll address that at the email. end. But let's move on. Uh, Jakari Weapon Spotlights. This is one of my favorites. Um, I was a little uh, obsessed, um, upset and obsessed. You're obsessed over your... Hang on. Go ahead. I have an obsession of being upset. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what they showed us was twin Jakari Haywire Blasters from the Talos. Anti-vehicle four devastating wounds linked, twin linked. Good Lord. So it used to be 2D3 shots. I was hitting on fours most of the time. Uh, fives if anyone had a neg one, which seemed like neg ones were... Everybody had them. Yeah. Um, with uh, wounding vehicles on four ups, and then on a six, it was immortal wounds. Uh, so you lost a lot of shots, but you have range 24, two attacks hitting on fours. Um, strength three neg 
one three damage. What the, the kicker is is you have twin links who are rerolling all wounds mm-hmm. and uh, anti vehicle four up devastating wounds. So if you're hitting, you're doing mortal wounds most likely. Yeah, if you if you get that four up to wound on the vehicles, you're gonna you're gonna do some damage. Three more wound. Yeah, and it's six per Talos. Six per Talos. Assuming you can take them, three in a squad. Oh, uh, guess what? I'm gonna spend one pain token and, and they're all getting the re-rolls to hit oh yeah what's what was that full re-rolls on talos with the haywire blasters now oh. i'm doing 18 mortal wounds yeah, potentially yeah pretty guaranteed yeah i i think i think the 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 math was like 12 uh with the four ups so you're hitting 75 percent of those and then you're wounding everything else that is and again can Keeping in mind, death by a thousand cuts. If I've got to trim down that night, that's a good chunk out of its its its. That's panel just there. one unit, and Talos ain't nothing to to snuff at and close combat. In close combat, and I'm hoping they keep with the toughness bumps, and they you see it in that. I want to see it. I want to see a nine or ten. That would be crazy. I'm thinking nine, eight or nine. I mean, essentially, in the fluff, uh, grotesque were actually. Uh, Tougher than the Talos because of all the just mandibles. Oh, just, all the, just got just shredded. Are you talking about for? Uh, I mean, rules wise, L- lore wise. Ooh. I don't know about that. They, I mean, in Fabius Bile, Hexakyries talked about the toughness of the grotesque compared to the Talos. Uh-huh. The, the Talos was just like an engine of fear and terror, manned by one person that was like can get the all the. You're thinking Kronos. No. The Talos is more of the... So the Kronos is the one that goes around harvesting the pain and sorrow. It can send out these psychic waves. The Talos is more of like, I'm going to come in here and Blitzkrieg, guys. Back in the day, Marines couldn't touch this thing because it was toughness seven. Yeah. Back in the day when the bolters were strength four and you had a, you know, there wasn't always wound on six plus. Regardless. Kronos uh, always been the weaker of the two cousins. Shoot. It gets me thinking. What does, is that thing going to regenerate models now, the Kronos? I have, oh, it did a ninth. Yeah, it did. Oh, give us more. Like, like. Maybe D three models or something like you know Necron approach oh, or man. something. Freaking Gene Sealer, Colt, Cobblelight Warriors. But <laughs> we right. let's let's finish this. Um, so Lilith uh, looking hot now. Um, she's always been hot. She's been gray for me. Really? Okay. Oh, you mean stat wise? Okay, I had a simple stat bit wise for... slash. She's sitting in my uh, Magna Rack uh-huh. gray, gray pile so, gray, multi multi uh, facet there. Stay with me, Scott. I'm with you. I'm with you. We're on Lilith's <laughs> so, blades. Where so we're Lilith's at. blades, and we I think she, are we missing some rules here? No, we're not. They only uh, previewed her uh, weapons. They did talk about her once per turn kind of thing. So oh, okay. uh, essentially, she is. Um, you know, we're only a cogitator away. So go ahead and walk us through the weapon profile, and I can I can bring that into focus, and we can touch on it. At the end. Absolutely. So her weapon, Lilith's blades, anti-infantry two plus sustain hits two. Um, Wow, uh, she's wrecking infantry. So she's got eight attacks, hitting on twos. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, strength three, neg two, one damage. You were thinking a thrilling spectacle? Yes. So she gets a once per game ability where she can bump up the number of attacks she makes to 12, and she increases her invuln save to three plus. Does the sustain hits go up? I don't believe so. Not that I'm seeing. Maybe 12 attacks with sustained hits, yep. two is enough. Yeah, and so. her invulnerable goes up to three. Oh, it's up to three. Anti-infantry, two plus. Oh, my Yeesh. Lord. She, um, I... Literally death by a thousand cuts. Right? <laughs> I... A little bit of I feel sad out. that um, she's kind of teetering from all the... Her stance from the Magnarek. I, I bought another one. <laughs> I have two Drazars and two Lilis ready to... Wow. 
Well, I re- I'm gonna pro paint the Drizarb and then uh, I'm gonna get me a Lilith on the table because this is this is looking spicy. I, I think so. Uh, and now with the you know the uh, the rumors being they can only include one epic hero per army, you know you may have to make that choice. Is it gonna be her? Is Ooh. it gonna be Drezar? Like, what is the theme of your army going to be? Is Why'd the question. Why did you mention that? Well, it's cool. Like, holistically, let's think about this as we're building our armies. But, I'm not just trying to put as much as I can under hood. Like, I, I'm building my army around, like, a character. Right. Or a th- like, basically a theme, you know? Yeah. Man, not to say and, they have to be around that character, but it... it but you know you can take an homunculus, a succubus, and, a, and, yeah, a, yeah. and an archon. Well, to be honest with you, like, I seldom field special characters from the Drukhari. I think that's why I've been most attracted to them, because, like, in my mind... And Archon has already like lived longer and done more than most special characters in like eighty or ninety percent of the armies. It's like this is cool stuff. <laughs> like, I know it's going to be a hard sell. I love all their special characters. Maybe uh, the Games Workshop tournaments will you bring a sideboard. Urian was the the one I used the least. Yeah. Um, I know there's not a named Archon right now. No, there's not. You know, there's plenty of them that are named in the previous books. Yeah, Eddie Malice, Dusliskis. Give, give me one. Give me one guy from something that I that's not the Rash Maldrak. No, I'm not the, <laughs> I mean it you would change the stats, dynamics but... of Dracari a lot, right? So if they gave us Vect, is he going to be in a vehicle? Can he yes. pop, after the vehicle blows up, does Dias. he pop out? And he's a, a you know like how That'd they did cool. with Kane, yeah, Canis Rex. Um, I, I don't even need that. I give me a badass. Archon that doesn't have to be vect, and I will, I will buy it. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we are, we are need for it. some new HQ choices. I'm not to complain; those plastics are good, but when I want to field more than one of them, they can't all look the same. Right now, bits bashing, kit bashing, heck yeah! I've been doing I highly encourage it. Been doing it the last three years. But when your Archon is like stands straight up, like a pin out of the ground, like how what, what can I do with this? When your when your succubus is always running straight ahead, it's like, what can I do with this? When your homunculus is always the same, t- like, I digress. They still look good. They're, they're great. They're great. And I that's just, just that's me not kissing ass. I mean, my complaint really is, you know, give me more, please. And it's going to be hard <laughs> to choose. I have, I mean, Lilith is going to butcher some infantry. But what is Drezar going to do? I mean, just I think at the end of the day, he the was, rule cool is Drezar because if he follows in the footsteps of Arah like the Dark Phoenix Lord, then right? he's thirty one. My heart, that's for sure. How is he going to? Let me ask you this, Scott. How does he think you're gonna, he's going to fare? Uh, previous edition, he was uh, attacking twice all the time. He had a strength six. He wounded everything in the game on a four up with a full reroll potentially if you took that right light, right uh, warlord trait. Do you think he's going to... I want to see him have anti-everything. Or his weapon have profiles where this is an anti-infantry one and this is the anti-vehicle like vehicle monster. Or monster, yeah. Or he gets re-rolled that's against us or something. That's not a bad idea, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's that's a good assessment. Here's my problem, um, and I'm going to give you my last little uh, thing with Drakari. We don't have... negative? No. <laughs> I mean, I want everybody to feel my agony, and then I'm going to feel... Give it to us. Drakari don't have a lot of access to high-powered weaponry. Again, death by a thousand cuts, but sometimes you need that little punch. Yes. So we have heat lances, which we haven't seen the profile yeah, on. Right. Um, we have haywire blasters. Haywire's nice though. But 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 let's go back. See, we don't see it in very many units though. Yeah, that's what exactly I was going to say. Is haywire's on Talos or Scourge? 
Heat lances are on Talos or bikes, jet bikes, reaver jet bikes. And scourges. And scourges. And then uh, dark lances are on boats, ravagers, and and couplet warriors. And that's, uh, I mean, other than again, our flyers. Which points, they've... maybe you can field a lot of dark lances. I don't know. Uh, you know, the idea I was wondering, do you remember back in the fifth edition days when your um, haywire grenades did something different than your other grenades? Yeah. They I'm, did that at ninth. Did they? Okay. One CP, D3 ah, okay. more wounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if they bring something like that back for the witches. Uh, maybe they have like an anti-vehicle thing in close combat to represent like them throwing, like you read the books, they're like doing backflips and throwing grenades under stuff. And but maybe it goes to like you were talking, uh, or I was talking, we both were talking Horde and Death by a Thousand Cuts. Yeah. I mean, I I only had, uh, what, four to five, maybe six Dark Lances on a good day, maybe eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And it was always enough. It was. Yeah, when you look at eight or nine Dark Lances and then how many other blasters you have. Now, in this case, they aren't packing as much punch with the toughness raises. Probably had but six blasters. It was insane. Like, I remember telling, like, I was like, hey, witch, I've got witch, 70 infantry. and The witch squads had blasters. I always yeah. had the haywire grenades. And then you had Rizar with Incubi that just, like, didn't care. Yeah, they didn't care. As long as they're in close combat, they're killing it. Yeah, but I. it seems like we're getting away from infantry killing big monsters and vehicles. They want the... The flavor of 10th is they want the big heavy weapons to kill big heavy things. And um, will it be enough? Will it be enough? I have the utmost faith in the denizens of Kamra. <laughs> Somebody has to. To be honest with you, I think it's really the Harlequins I do anymore. Because, I mean, how can something have faith in itself when it doesn't believe anything? I guess they only believe in their own hubris. So we'll go with that. <laughs> Uh, but here's to all the Dark Muses out there, and of course the living Dark Muse, the Supreme Overlord himself, Archibald Vac. I hope we are faction-focused coverage did all this justice. If not, we are in for all sorts of grief. Oh, oh a good, a good lashing, a good whipping, yeah, <laughs> a good well, flinching. We're at the hour and thirty minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hanging in with us. This is Dark City Discord, and my name is Stuart. I'm Scott, and you've been listening to Faction Focus number five. We'll catch you for number six in the interim. Stay classy, because we're coming for you.